Praise God forever. I'm glad uh, we are getting something in this series of the podcast that I'm sharing with you. Okay, today I want us to look at something very important. Praise God. Um, I'm reading from the story of the woman with the issue of the woman with the issue of blood. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. But when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in the body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched me, my clothes? But the rebel said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched me? Now, you see, you can, you can imagine a company of 5,000 people or more walking around in a place. And um, one is worried about who is touching somebody. The disciples were factually right for asking Jesus. You see the multitude thronging you and you said, who touched me? Because it was truly a multitude throng. And Jesus was asking an amazing question. He said, who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, you but and verse 32 now said, and he looked around to see who had done this thing. And the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell before him and told him the old truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. And and you see, there's something I want you to realize according to the scripture. The woman with the issue of blood was the one that touched the remaining other people that were in that whole multitude were just thronging. So the question is, what differentiates a trunk a trunk from a touch? What differentiates the fact that we all came, but one person receives what he wants to receive from God? The difference between the two is faith. Faith completes. Faith receives anything that you want from God. I'm speaking to you from my heart this morning that the reason why most of us have not begun to enjoy the flow of the supernatural in our lives is because we have not activated our faith. Now, you see, God is not just going to do miracles. God has done the miracles. What we need to do is to receive what he has done. Look at this woman. She came. There was an intention for coming. She was was planning to be healed. You you go and try and say, I shall be made whole. That's faith. Before she even got there, she had made up her mind. She came with a heart of expectation. Now the question is, how do we meet the word of God? Do we meet the art of God, the word of God, with expectation? He said, "He that comes to God, he didn't say could believe; he said must believe." So it means that when you are coming, there is an expectation you have in your heart that this place I'm going, this world that I'm reading, this Bible that I'm list, uh, that I'm that I'm studying, this is the fault this is what holds the key to my life now when you get this this changes everything he said she said if i may touch 
his clothes, I shall be made whole. That was ever before she got to Jesus. That was ever before she got in the press. That was ever before she got to touch the clothes. She was coming and planning to be healed. Let me ask you, are you planning to allow God to heal you? Are you planning to allow God to walk on your body? Are you planning to allow God to set you free? So you must have an expectation. As you study God's word, there is an expectation that must be in your heart. The journey to healing or the journey to wholeness starts from only one place. You know what it is? It is expectation. He that come to God must do what? Must believe that word that he is. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When this happens to dawn on your heart there is nothing you will not be able to receive from god i've been a pastor for some years now one thing i found out is that many people come to god without an expectation when you go to your doctor you go to your doctor with an expectation now uh, okay i don't know what's wrong with me he should be able to tell me one okay should be able to give me the drugs too he should be able to do this you go to him, him with an expectation but when we come to god we come to him with that mm. If God will do it, he will do it. We come to him without an expectation. We come to him with... And you see, when you come without an expectation, you came without an expectation. So you are not expect to, expected to go home with your answers. But this woman, when she was coming, she had an expectation in her heart. You see, one thing that must change about us is our expectations. And I think religion has watered down our expect, expectation. Hey, God healed in time past too, but we don't know. Maybe it's even moving now again. You know, then you expect nothing. All the pastors are fake. Everybody is fake. Then you expect nothing. Your journey to healing starts with that expectation. The woman did not just come. The woman was not like the rest. The rest were coming to see. The rest were coming to play. The rest were coming to see this guy in town. But she was coming to come and receive what she wanted to receive. And she got it. In fact, Jesus did not say, my power has made you whole. Jesus said, thy faith has made you whole. There was expectation in her heart. She was coming after she has tried everything. This woman said, oh, Jesus is the person I want to move to now. And she was coming with expectation. I'm telling you, the Bible says, cast not away your confidence, which has a great recompense of reward. So you have to have the expectation. Someone say, Pastor, uh, there was a time I trusted God, and it's like my expectation was dashed. No, no. Remember, if the Bible says, remember not the former things, consider not the things of old, I will do a new thing. I've seen God heal people, my people. I've seen God deliver people. I've seen people come to church with expectation, and I've seen them healed. I remember a particular brother in church. One thing he said, eat me. He said, I told my roommate, if I can just get inside the church building, I'm sure I will get my healing. Ah! She said, if I can just get, he said, if I can just get inside the church building, I will get my healing. Guess what? He came into the church building and he was healed. The man that couldn't eat had been stolen and all the likes. He was healed by the power of God. And this is it. This is what I'm telling you. Imagine she didn't, he didn't have an expectation. 
you say, oh, pastor, she can pray for the sick. No, he came already, in fact, with his faith. I didn't have much to do. The only thing I did was to agree with him that, wow, this expectation. The Bible said the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. But it's amazing that most righteous don't have expectation. If you read that place in um, Ephesians 3, verse 20, he said, unto him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above that which we have asked or imagined. These are the expressions of expectation. Is the asking and the imagination. In our imagination, sometimes we think always the worst case scenario. What about the best case scenario? The best case scenario is that you are healed. The best case scenario is that this cancer is gone. The best case scenario is that God moves in your life. Amen. Not that you will die. Not that you'll be six feet under. The best case scenario is that there is a move of the Spirit in your life. The best case scenario is that God moves over you. That's the best case scenario. So rejoice at the reality of this best case scenario. You are healed by his stripes. You are healed by his stripes. You are healed by his stripes. Let nothing affect your expectation. You are healed. Amen. Ordinary headache, he will heal you. Amen. God is not moved. God is not my pastor menstrual pain. Yes, every part of your body is what he wants to heal. And you've got to have expectation. For the Bible said, the expectation of the righteous shall not be what? Shall not be cut short. Your expectation won't be cut short today. So I want your faith to be up. I want you to be ready to receive that which God wants to do. I want you to get out of the zone of fear. I want you to get out of the zone of anxiety. I want you to get out of the zone of worries because the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. I love you so much, but I know you will have results more than ever before. I bind that devil that brings lukewarmness to your heart. As expectation rises in your heart, you will see the result. You will see the proof. God begins to move in your home. I I call out that sickness from your body. I command you, come out in the name of Jesus. And I command you, yield in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. I give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. I love you this morning. God bless you. Let me have a feedback from you of how this thing is blessing you. God bless you. I love you so much. God bless you.